Daniel-san, you all right? Yeah, I'm sorry. That was pretty stupid. Miyagi said that to father when same thing happened. Father agreed he was stupid. Father was right. Welcome to Karate Kid 2 Minutes, a podcast where we discuss the Karate Kid Part 2, two pretty stupid minutes at a time. I'm Robin. <laughs> I'm Matt. And welcome back, Brian and Rose. Hey, thanks for having us back. Yeah. <laughs> no problem. Brian from Marine Corps Minute, I should say. Uh, <laughs> and uh, today we are talking about minutes 50 to 52 of the Karate Kid Part 2. They begin with Daniel ready to be skewered and end with Ch- Chosen and his goons laughing. Um, we left off on Monday with Daniel about to be murdered by an old man his mother trusted to keep him safe while traveling overseas. However, we can stop being worried because Mr. Miyagi is, well, he's putting a cork on the end of the hook. <laughs> Everything's going to be fine. Yeah, he's literally telling Daniel to put a cork in it with all these questions. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, if you notice, the uh, the hook is painted red. I mean, that's that's paint, right? <laughs> this is not a... <laughs> This is not a trap that all Americans that come to Tomy Village are lured to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Sa- come learn the drum technique. Yeah, Sato's got some, like, saw kind of, like, you know, game set up there at the piano. <laughs> Time to play. No, I mm-hmm. can't do the Sato. All right. <laughs> Daniel is uh, raring to go. Uh, so Miyagi reminds him again that the best block is not to be there. Um and so he takes your advice and he jumps off (laughs) (laughs) i know it's just like yeah miyagi you're saying this but yet you showed him a move where you don't move your feet you twist your body out of the way and i mean just you know could the hook come and go through a shoulder or your side or your hip you know like just couldn't there be a safer way to learn the drum technique is what i'm asking (laughs) probably wouldn't be the drum technique anymore you know, my note to that was Danielson, you all wet behind the ear. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I didn't even remember that. That's right. Which is a totally completely different reaction from one movie to the next when Danielson gets in the water, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I guess if there's a dangerous hook involved, it's not like a time to fall over laughing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, he I mean he's the one to put him in this both situations, but yeah, Miyagi was the one that uh, you know tipped him the first time this time it was you know a, a life uh you know uh, avoiding injury jump into the water right and i assume this is a stunt guy i just i can't imagine they put ralph maggio up there and swing anything at him and expect him to fall like five feet into the water but yeah, it is was, funny if you play it over and over and over again looking for a stunt guy i, I will say that you can't find him I mean, I can see somebody that looks very Ralph Macchio-like falling off the platform. But I'm saying if you are looking for a stunt guy and you play it over and over again like 30 times, it's mm. it looks like a, you know, like a something cut out of America's Funniest Home Videos. <laughs> <laughs> he does a good little like, uh, uh, <laughs> a good flail. Yeah, and I don't even know if he's jumping out of the way. It almost looks like like he does the drum technique and he loses his balance and falls. Yeah, yeah, it's all about balance. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Also, notice that the hook is actually made more dangerous by only one side of the hook being corked. So, it usually sticks into the sign when it comes down. But now that 
that point is corked and now it bounces off and is headed back to <laughs> gut Daniel from behind if yeah. he didn't move. <laughs> I did it. I dodged it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's where the counterpunch would come in. Yeah, yeah. It would counterpunch him right through his yeah. back. Yeah. This. <laughs> Talk about a right hook. Oh. Uh, all right. So Daniel pops up out of the water, and all he's got is a bruised ego. Uh, I don't know. He's just like, oh, yeah, I'm okay. Um, so Miyagi climbs down, and he's talking about his memories of the canneries. Uh, first date was over with the UKA where it was over a load of fresh mackerel. <laughs> and I just think of fish smelling really bad. So, but maybe yeah, they're, they're used to it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You wonder if it's like, you just, you're, you've, you're around it so much. You don't even notice it, but have you guys ever seen uh naked gun two and a half to smell of fear? <laughs> I, I did when Long I was a kid, I think. Yeah. <laughs> his, his, his fondness of the fresh mackerel, you know, having a date on that reminded me when Pr- Priscilla Presley was going to let uh, naked, oh, naked gun. It was going to let Leslie Nielsen into the back door <laughs> and the bad guy catches her. And she's like, Oh, I'm just out here getting some fresh air. And they turn and they look at the garbage. Cause it was like at a restaurant. It's all the garbage <laughs> and like fish. And there's all the flies around. And she goes, well, I grew up on Lake Erie. <laughs> right. <laughs> it reminds me of that. You know, <laughs> I just want to say Daniel's kind of rude. Because um, yeah. well, he ignored the mailman earlier, and then now he's ignoring Mr. Miyagi. <laughs> he just gets into, into his, his zone in his head. I don't know. I've, I've got an idea, or I've gotten a question, and then he just gets tunnel vision. That's true. Yeah, I was just thinking of, like, uh, the fresh mackerel. Like, um, I wonder, like, what the smell of Tomi Village is, and... Did Sato do the town a favor by eliminating fishing from? <laughs> because now it just smells like you know vegetables. Everybody, I mean, I... Sm- everybody smells so much better. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't all smell like fish. <laughs> well, it's like they uh, say, Venice is a beautiful place, but it smells like a toilet. You know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I still be. Ha- I'd I'd love to hold my nose and go there. Uh, <laughs> just say ah, Venice. Um, so yeah uh like rose said that we're daniel ignoring uh safety and now his climb back up and he's looking up at a different hook and and he pulls the line and that hook actually goes to his left side this time so luckily he pulls off the drum technique instead of falling into the water again because if he did it would uh it probably would have hit him (laughs) he would have jumped right into it yeah, you would have jumped right into it. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Daniel stands there in in shock, uh, like his life flashed before his eyes, and uh, yeah, Miyagi is very concerned and asks him if he's all right. Daniel says, uh, uh, "It was pretty stupid," um, but yeah, I love Miyagi's look here is so hilarious because it goes from like, "Oh my god," to like, "You dumb kid." Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's a good little bit by uh, Pat Morita. <laughs> so funny. But then it's and, revealed that he did the exact same thing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's actually very true to life. Like as a, as a parent, a lot of times you're just like, oh, my God, are you? Why did you do that? Or <laughs> you know, like, I told, you, I told you not to do that. <laughs> you know, stuff like that. So it's, it's spot on. 
Hmm. Yeah. Anytime like, uh, you know, like a kid does something dangerous, you're really like scared and upset, but then you're really mad that you were made scared. They made you so scared and upset. <laughs> or that they willfully ignored you when he was like, all right, that's enough for today. <laughs> yeah. Right. When was the last time Rose did something like that to you? Made your heart <laughs> jump in your throat. <laughs> or she, or she not a, a dangerous kid. Yeah, uh, <laughs> danger is her middle name. Oh no. <laughs> oh. Uh, I can't think of anything off. <laughs> I'm sure if I, if I'm sure if I go back to my notes of all the time I got mad. <laughs> you, you take a note every time you get mad. <laughs> yeah, that's what we parents do. We present it to them at graduation. We say, "This is all the things you've done to me." And, uh, <laughs> And this is all the money you owe me. <laughs> all the money, yeah, yeah. The bill goes with it, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, they'll find out, Rose. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah. It, in Miyagi's own little way, he just kind of talks about how he did the same thing when he was a kid, and his father uh, uh, agreed that uh, he was stupid, and and his father was right. I just like the little to stop, like, um. Miyagi stated it to father when say the same thing to the father when the same thing happened. Uh, and then he stops and he goes, Father, agree, he was stupid. Another pause. Father was right. <laughs> I just I love the timing of that. Um you know, now that that's the thing where I you know, Pat Morita's um stand-up comedy, you know, background, I yeah. think really pays off because it's he he's got it perfect it, and it's very funny. It's great timing. But still, Daniel wants to talk more about the drum technique <laughs> and uh, 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 about the counter punch. And then Miyagi says, ask drum. So uh, I did do some research on the origin of the drum technique. Um, Robert Mark came and said that he learned it from martial arts master Toki Kishaba. I hope I pronounced that right. Uh, who he called the most dangerous guy in all of Okinawa. Uh, and uh, uh, Shoki uh, was the founder of Shorin Ryu Kishaba Juku, uh, and, uh, and he died in uh, 2000. Uh, so uh, Robert Mark Heyman says, uh, uh, he was going to show me the secrets all karate when I met him, and he took out this drum, and he did this, and then he, uh, in, in the interview, he's miming the movement of the hand drum, and Robert uh, says, and then I said, I am so stealing this. <laughs> so I like how it kind of mirrors what happens earlier in the movie. And Daniel doesn't be like, isn't like, that would be great in my script. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, Daniel starts uh, trying the drum technique out, trying to figure out. And I love that Bill Conti's like trying to help Daniel by like piping in some hand drums into the score. <laughs> Daniel's like, hmm, let's... and I think the last time he twists, he brings his fist up a little bit, and uh, and it's like, oh, he's almost got it. And then Miyagi's like, talk the drum later. Well, what uh, I like about that little bit is, I mean, first off, the the drum the drum music has come in a couple times, I think, already, or yeah. will later, and it reminds me a little bit of uh, Black Panther's kind of music whenever they mention Black Panther in like Infinity War that you get a little bit of that kind of tribal drum sound and what I like best about this particular bit is you hear the music Daniel's trying to figure it out but then Miyagi says you know uh, you know come Danielson let's talk talk to drum later and the music 
kind of does like almost like a record skip. Like it just <laughs> the drum stops right when he cuts him off with that. And I think that's that's great because he's in the moment, he's feeling it, and then he gets taken out of the moment. And the music is is uh, paired. I yeah, and in my imagination, in imagining Bill Conti as like the silent teacher behind the scenes, <laughs> like he's doing his little conductor's thing, and then yeah, he's like, come along, and then Conti just slams his conductor's wand down. He's just like, fine, <laughs> maybe later. All right, um, yeah, I'm not sure how much uh, you guys have listened to earlier minutes of this um, our podcast for this movie in particular, but I'll ask Matt, like, remember way back when when we were talking about the first draft and this long sequence where Daniel is staying with Miyagi before the letter comes and then they do the batting cage lesson? Yeah. Yeah, this plays out in a similar way in the shooting script that got cut from the final film. So this drum technique uh, lesson is a little longer. Um, so Miyagi is trying to teach Daniel to do the drum technique when Miyagi tells him to, uh, uh, so tells him that when he drops the hook, he's got to kind of time it correctly. So you got to wait for me to say move and then move. Just like in the batting cage practice, he was <laughs> hitting the button on the batting, uh, on the, the, the pitching machine and Daniel had to move when Miyagi says move. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Miyagi corks the hook and releases it. And uh, Daniel, instead of waiting for uh, Miyagi, he ends up getting hit like square in the stomach and he double Ooh. doubles over and falls off the platform. Ooh. And so he does it again and again, just like the batting cage. And oh, no. each time he gets hit in the stomach and it falls. <laughs> and then finally at the end, he pulls it off. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah, that might stretch believability. I don't know. <laughs> and then bleeding internally. <laughs> and then instead of the the whole discussion about uh, the whole talk about Yukie as he's climbing down and you know, the fresh mackerel as he's climbing down the ladder, he, Miyagi goes, "You know, Danielson, there is a quality very special we call karate smart. Only a few people have it. I think you are one of those people." And that's the time when Daniel decides to pull the real hook and get his shirt ripped. And then Miyagi goes, Daniel son, I take back what I said. <laughs> I like to find about father was right, but that would have yeah. been if they could have worked that in, you know? <laughs> yeah. I take back what I said. Sounds a little bit too like, you know, American comedy. Then, then just uh, him just telling a tale about his father again to, in order to get a dig in on Daniel. <laughs> Uh, as we go from this scene into the next, Daniel takes his guns out and, uh, ties his ripped shirt around his waist. And, uh, the next thing we see is Chosen's grinning face. Um, and, uh, yeah, he's having a blast helping the villagers with that vegetable economy. Um, and, uh, Toshiro, uh, calls Chosen's attention to Miyagi and Daniel walking around. And unfortunately I didn't get a lot of translations this week for, uh, what's said. So he says like, uh, you know, hey, Cho, parquet quoi, huh? <laughs> and I don't know what that means, but I assume it's something belittling. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure somebody, hey, check it out. Or, yeah, like you said, it's something insulting because, <laughs> hey, maybe we're, maybe we'll be surprised. And it's like, hey, look at that cool guy going there. <laughs> yeah. I like this Daniel guy. Shut <laughs> up, Toshiro. <laughs> like, check out those guns, is probably what you're saying. <laughs> check out those guns. <laughs> ah, American, well built. <laughs> 
I oh, must have come from the Marine base with the gun show over there, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Well, this is a little shorter, uh, but we've got a lot to talk about on Friday. And, uh, uh, and yeah, we'll definitely have to wait till Friday to talk to Drum. So um, thank you so much, Brian and Rose, for joining us this Wednesday. Uh, you want to come back on Friday for another two Karate Kid two minutes? If you will have us. Yeah, I yeah, would. Totally. Awesome. Uh, and for us, uh, please send feedback to karatekidminute at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or join Facebook's uh, the Facebook group, Miyagi-Do Karate Dojo. Just search for Karate Kid Minute. You're going to find us. And uh, and if you got a minute, go to Apple Podcasts, please, and give us a rating and review if you're enjoying the show. If you're not, email your uh, complaints, and uh, I'll take them personally. And Matt will have to talk me down. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and until next time. Yeah, I'm sorry. That was pretty stupid. Uh, Yagi say same thing to father when the same thing happened. Father, uh, <laughs> father agreed it was stupid. Father was right. Father was right.